Welcome to Peak Mind. I'm your host, Michael Trainer, and I'm coming to you live from the Sahara Desert in Morocco. I've just spent the last five days here taking in the beauty of the soft red sands, the winds, and the hot desert sun. It's July 2021. And it has been a revelation to be here, to feel a land and a place that is so ancient, so long time inhabited. And it feels somehow primordial uh, to be eating tagine and listening to the music of the Berber people and to mark what is for me a new chapter. Two weeks ago, I found out I had molds, or I confirmed that I had molds in my apartment, and I made the drastic decision to sell everything I own, my camper van, my car, uh, and put all of my belongings, uh, to shed the majority of my belongings and put the rest into storage. Now, to be clear, life felt very good. I felt like I was living an eight and a half, nine life most of the time, and some days even a 10. But I felt like sometimes very good can be the enemy of fucking epic. You know, whatever that fucking epic is for you, the question is, are you living it? And if not, is good getting in the way of your experiencing it? And so I sit here in the Sahara a week after I made the bold move, rushed to the airport after booking a ticket to Portugal via London and then Casablanca to the Sahara. A week into this journey, feeling a sense of excitement, feeling a sense of new life and new possibility. I think sometimes we have to surrender the good to call in the great. And when things show up in our life that are toxic, we get to, I think, set a firm line and walk away. And part of the desert's appeal for me was actually drying out. It was this notion of being in the winds, the desert winds, and breaking the stagnation that I had felt in my place, which is in a way what mold represents to me. Obviously, there's definitely scientific corollaries, and I've talked about that on other shows, but symbolically for me, it represented stagnation, water that is left to rot and causes inflammation, causes health uh, deterioration. And so for me, this journey is about marking a new chapter. It's about stepping away from the toxic, stepping away from the areas in life that are either broken or just simply not where they could be and boldly entering into the space where life can live through me and where I can experience uh, a, a shift, if you will, you know, a shift in the, in the, the patterning that we create in our brains that see us live in a routine way. Now that's not to criticize or to make light of the the virtues of stability of being in one place 
you know, creating an epic life. Uh, that can, that can, that's an, that's an inside job more than it is, I think, a factor of our external reality or our external circumstance. But I do think when we are looking to make an internal shift, a sustained internal shift, and to let go of those things that no longer serve us, while it's uh, scary, I think it's an incredibly bold move to hit a reset and to burn the bridges behind you. Uh, I, I knew that I could keep my place. I, I had an offer to sublet it and actually make money. But to me, that didn't feel at integrity. And so I decided to, um, at quite a significant cost, leave everything behind, let things go, um, and place the rest in a position where I can come back when I need to, if I need to. But really to embrace this opportunity for new beginnings, the opportunities for, you know, here I had no idea, but I wound up with a Berber listening to incredible music under the desert moon. I uh, rode camels uh, through the Saharan sunset. I meditated in the silence, the beautiful, beautiful silence of the red sands. These are experiences that I had previously only imagined. And so I want to ask you guys if there's a way that you could live your full fuck yes life, if there's a way that you could step into your version of great. And this is not society's definition of great. This is not, by the way, you know, me leaving at, at my stage in life and starting anew is not something that society celebrates or privileges, right? This is not about what other people might judge as your great. This is about your notion of what is possible. What makes you come alive? There's a great quote by Howard Thurman that goes, don't ask what the world needs, ask what makes you come alive and do that because what the world really needs is for people to come alive. And so my question to you is, what makes you come alive? What makes you live into the excitement of a new tomorrow? For me, it's the idea of, of new beginnings of the novel, of stepping into previously unseen or unexperienced parts of myself, catalyzed by new environs, new cultures, and new waters, new lands. And so I, I would just want to encourage you guys, if there's, if there's something that has been calling you, if there's a hero's journey for you to embark on, I encourage you to heed the call to listen to that deep yearning within and to step onto unfamiliar shores. Because I think in breaking the mundane, in breaking into new realities, we touch those sacred parts of ourselves that are often unrealized, unseen, uncelebrated. And I think those parts of ourselves come alive in new contexts, in new beginnings. And so I just wanted to take a moment with you guys here. It's about almost 2 in the morning. I'm about to board a flight uh, to Casablanca. But I wanted to take a moment just to share with you some of the reflections while I'm on this sacred land, these uh, red sand dunes. And hopefully these reflections will serve you as you embark on your new shores, on your new beginnings. 
If there's something that's calling within you, heed the call, my friends. The desert has been very kind to me.